Once again, it is the Cerebral Fit Podcast, and this is James Reese. Recording once again from Lubbock, Texas. Uh, it is Thursday night. Yes, Thursday night. I am once again here at the Cerebral Fit Recording Studios, i.e. my home. <laughs> Recording this from my phone. Uh, I got a book beside me. I got my laptop. I got the co-host, Charlotte. I mean, not Charlotte, but Tara. She's lying down right now. And it's just me. And I uh, debated with myself earlier today if I was going to start um, kind of, I guess, recording a segment during the day. But then the near, and I stress near, perfectionist I am, I wasn't too happy with the segment I recorded. And at the time I was doing favor runs. And so when you're on the clock like that, it really, you can go five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, two hours before you can get one. So I kind of winged it. I was like, oh, I'll risk it. I'll make it a few segments. But I I honestly just, uh, <laughs> I just didn't like it. So I deleted the segment from earlier. So I figured, you know what, just just get home tonight. You know, it's kind of like a nightcap to, to how your day went, how your week went, because it basically is a summarization of how from the last episode. And so uh, last few episodes have been very different in terms of the structure I tried to establish, uh, emphasis on tried. And I still think, you know, it will go back to using that here and there. But um, we'll certainly say last week was certainly past few episodes have been very just, uh, well, past few weeks, honestly, just you know, challenging, I guess, in terms of from a personal, professional level. Um, but since then, I can say things have certainly gotten better um, in terms of the dog situation with Tara and Charlotte. Uh, me and my roommate have done a pretty good job at separating them two from each other, which is certainly um, the behavior from both of them has changed a lot. They're very, uh, they're a bit more bored but I think they're both smart enough to know what's going on, that they're just better off away from each other. And Tara, I know, is still recovering from her little wounds, and so is Charlotte. Um, it's been nearly gone uh, here in a few days. It'll be about two weeks. But um, last week, I know last Friday, I took Tara to the vet, and we got her checked out and um you know it was a good it was a good visit it was a good visit we got the meds she needed to help clear up any infection that was you know you know starting to build in her body and so her her eye has started is the swelling has gone down almost um back to where it's normally at however the when the swelling went down you really saw the damage that she got in the fight and um yeah she's gonna have some little eye scars, she's extremely lucky that she didn't lose her eye in the little skirmish she had with Charlotte, and uh, Charlotte got some damage too, she's still, she's recovered as well, but um, if you saw what I saw when I had to break that up, you you knew that was it, that was, I can't, you know, I couldn't do that anymore, so uh, certainly separating them for permanently, I feel, for the foreseeable future. The only time I'll have them around each other is if they got some muzzles and collars and all that. But, you know, something like that it was just for me personally, going back to what I talked about in the last episode. You know, it was just uh, my pets mean, mean a lot to me. And there's a lot of you out there who share that sentiment. But, um, you know, the way I look at it, I'm saving both their lives from 
you know, by keeping them away from each other. So that's the direction I got to go. That's the direction I got to go. So, but needless to say, everything, uh, you know, for the most part has, uh, gone up. So here we are. And, uh, it's, it was, you know, professionally, it was a slow week, you know, it was another week where you had clients go out of town. And so you have, you know, very few come in and then you have your, your regulars that come in. And so I did some small group training last week also was the weather around here in West Texas has not been, it's, um, crazy, if you will, just very sporadic. And, you know, you have days where it's just absolutely going to be, you know, Oh my God, it's going to be nuts. You know, it's going to be like the movie twister and then nothing happens. And, um, you know, when you get those kind of weather reports, you know, that's the whole city. And even I kind of just, I bit into the paranoia and canceled some classes and whatnot. But, um, you know, and certainly having to go to the, the vet, take care of Tara, that got in the way as well. And disrupted the normal structure and flow that I had going for me. But that's life, right? So this week didn't really have much to uh, to really, it was kind of, a, easy weeks are, can be good weeks if you make it that way. And I mentioned the favorite runs. I did a bit more of that to supplement some more income, get some more revenue coming in into the house, into the, you know, the bank accounts, because you want to keep, you want to keep that going, right? And so that's what I focused on this week. Um, There's some other stuff that I got going on in terms of going to the personal training thing. Some discounts, summer discounts that I'm going to start offering offering here. Um, If you listen to the show, and thank you if you do. Uh, DHS, I got a discount for my friends in the Department of Homeland Security here in Lubbock. So, you know, if any of you do listen to this podcast, reach out to me if you're trying to get some uh, fitness, uh, add a bit more fitness into your life. I will be more than willing to help you out. At a discounted price, still got to eat, folks. <laughs> uh, college, college folks, um, same thing. I got some um, discounts that I'm probably going to end up doing. Um, I'll hold with a small group training and just for for the duration of the summer, so I can get you in. You know, get that. That's you know, it's going to be nice outside, and there's going to be. Um, you know, earlier today, I was looking at more exercises for the steel clubs and the steel maces and whatnot. So it's certainly going to be a fun summer. Uh, you're training with me. We'll do, we might have some days where we meet outside. We'll meet at a park instead of going to the gym and I'll just have you, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll make something up, you know, that's what a personal trainer is. Cerebral fit. You know, you think, you think, uh, unconventional training, you know, so, but uh, I've been rambling, I, guess, I suppose, kind of giving an update. Um, man, I guess after last week, you know, you just, you kind of get back on track, if you will. And, and I know we've had several episodes in the past in the archives where I do, we talk about that. And that's a normal part about life in general and, and even a fitness regimen. In business, like you have those, it can be a roller coaster sometimes. Your ups and your downs, and you get off track. And so this week, um, I certainly got back on track. I felt in the gym with my own uh, person, you know, just my own training style and all that. Because last week I just was not mentally there, um, so my body wasn't there either. And then this morning, uh, which of the, this recording is on uh, uh, May sixteenth, but Typically, I weigh, have weigh-ins on Fridays, and so for the past few weeks, I actually haven't been doing that because my diet has been so, you know, like, you know, when you, you need stress food, you hit the drive-through, 
And so I know last weekend I, I went a little heavy on the dry uh, drive-in food, but um, I weighed myself this morning, and lo and behold, I had lost weight. I'm actually at the lightest I've been since 2014, five years, uh, when I was living in the Pacific Northwest, which uh, is pretty cool. I saw that. I'm down to 161 currently as of this morning. Uh was pretty surprised by that. I was expecting about 165 because I've been hovering around that 165, 166 mark. But, you know, I thought that that was a, a pretty good surprise and it certainly motivated me that morning and the rest of the day uh, in terms of just eating habits and all that, thinking, all right, well, I'm at 161, I can break 160. And I'm sure after my cardio session today that I did that I pro- I lost enough sweat to, to um at least probably maybe get down to 159, but now today since I've eaten probably a little over 162, 161, but nonetheless, um, it was very inspiring, I suppose, and a nice kick in the, you know, in the right direction of what I need to do to, because, you know, I saw that number and I thought, man, what what if I could get down to 155? What could, and I had a comment this week from one of my clients, uh, one of my small group training clients saying, hey man, you've been eating, you're not eating, you're not eating. And I was like, well, no, I've been eating, been eating bad, but I'll take that as a compliment or whatever that I've lost weight. And I, he was right. I've lost weight. And so, um, yeah. Um, but you know, I, I know I can get down to 155. I get down to 150. I think then that's when I'm really going to be, uh, testing some, some, you know, going a little bit more in some uncharted waters. Because I think the 140s would certainly be, it'd be a challenge. I know I could do it. I would certainly have to update, like really, um, I'd have to be running. I know I'd have to be doing that, which I did. I did, started running a little bit more on the treadmills this week. Uh, A few days ago, I just did a mile. And I know this morning I did a mile and a half. So I still got the feet. Um, Still got the air capacity and whatnot, but... You know, that's something that if I want to get to that 155, 150 mark, you know, running is going to be the key to that. And so is biking. So um, we'll see what, what happens with that. But, um, you know, it's just to me another challenge. It's another idea of growth. And, you know, when I, you know, five years ago when I was down around this weight level, you know, I was doing it really just with really no thought process I was just basically cutting out a lot of different foods and working out differently that I hadn't done before it was there was really no method behind it it was just this is what I'm eating it was a very strict diet I ate certain things this day didn't count my calories didn't count my carbs didn't count my protein intake I just ate this specific thing these specific things pizza Friday nights um no no actually Saturday nights Chipotle I'd have Mondays uh burgers I would have Sundays and the rest of the week would just be a lot of lean protein, egg whites, spinach, almonds, uh, organic granola, you know, those good kind of grains. And But the type of running and biking I was doing every day to get to work and then on my leisure time, I kept myself in that caloric def- you know, deficit, which is, you know, I was at least burning 3,000 calories a day and maybe putting back in maybe 1,500. So you know, the weight was just like, wow, you know, it, it just didn't, it, it, <laughs> it, it kept on losing, but, um, 
you know, I'm certainly at this point too with what I've been burning in the gym and then just what I burn by doing nothing. By doing nothing, I burn about 1,800 and then when I add to it. So, you know, I've certainly, I uh, think I've been keeping it for the most part under, I would say, my calorie intake. If I had to give a wild guess, probably at fifth, between 1,500 and 2,000. And I certainly burn more than that. So, but uh, yeah. Um, but that was certainly a nice little surprise this morning. So I'm going to, I'm going to run with it. I'm going to see what I can do with it. I have an idea of what I'm going to do. Um, but I'll keep that close to the chest for now and let y'all figure it out on social media and on this podcast. But nonetheless, um, you know, there's going to be, I'm going to try and kind of conduce, con- uh, condense everything in just one segment here because I am recording from my phone, but going to birthdays, you know, uh, a few birthdays here this week. I want to mention, uh, uh, two uh, gentlemen I used to work with over at TSA, Shane Baker, Orpeza. I, I mentioned him in one of my pos- pod- podcasts about his. He's a realtor now. He had a birthday this week. Happy birthday, Shane. Uh, Edward Graham, I worked with him also at TSA. It's his birthday today as well. He's 53 years old. Happy birthday, Ed. Uh, a few other upcoming birthdays. Gabriel Waeza, I know him from Hobbs. He's a, um, he was a few grades under me, but he's also the cousin to one of my best friends, Raymond, but he's a happy birthday, Gabriel, he's turning 32, Melinda Williams, Spurgeon, yes, uh, went to, high, I've known her since we were in junior high, long time, sweet cow, she lives here in Lubbock, Texas as well, she's having a birthday as well, she's turning the big 3-4, so she's joining that 3-4 club, so happy birthday, Melinda, uh, also coming up here, got, uh, see a few other people oh that's next week so i'll mention them on the next episode next week but um you got some more birthdays coming up here in may and i'll mention y'all you know here in the future but uh and some good stories behind those birthdays too but man so i scroll through man Ooh, july july is packed with birthdays a lot of birthdays so oh yes that's gonna be a heavy one in august and of course september yours truly so Man, it's coming up. It's coming up. I, I still remember mine. And man, 34 has flown by. Flown by. But um, I guess what am I going to talk about this episode? What's going to be the main thing we talk about? Uh, I know this week was a good week for growth in terms of just the mental aspect of, of learning, kind of going through the rigors of things and just figuring all the shit that comes at you and trying to handle it and you know, learning from last week how, once again, how that mental capacity, that mental awareness, if it's if it's enclosed, if it's being smothered and suffocated, the rest of your body will su- uh, suffer from it. But, you know, the comeback this week of, of being, you know, having your stress is kind of like solving your problems, which is what I did. Solved the one out and solved the problems, took care of them. And then I, you just, you, you solve one and then you just you can feel that weight just leave your chest leave your your leave your shoulders and just leave your body and then sooner or later you're sleeping better and then sooner or later you see you're you're actually at the gym enjoying yourself not stressed out so that's just you know how each day from last week went and so um you know I'm certainly you know there was one day I think was it Wednesday yeah it was on Wednesday which uh yesterday actually as of this recording um, you know, the gym etiquette thing, I've talked about that plenty of times in this podcast and I'll mention it again, but you know, the gym that I go to to train, I train at two of them, but the one that I go to to really kind of just test myself because there's more room there, you know, the trainers there know who I am. They know I'm a personal trainer too. And 
I make no, you know, I, I just go up with a mace. I go up with a, I, I train differently in unconventional training. And so, you know, when it comes to this field and this industry that I'm finding out, you know, I've mentioned it before that you, you're going to have that competition. And one of the big no-nos going back to gym etiquette is interrupting someone during a workout. And I have what they call resting bitch face. You know, I look pretty pissed off all the time because of just the how my face is, which I'm fine with it. It helps out. But when I'm working out and I got my headphones on and I'm like 10 minutes into my functional training routine where I do 30 minutes of just circuits, 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 and just it's intense. That's the first 10 minutes are pivotal because I'm getting my heart rate down, I'm getting my, my breathing down, and I'm getting in the mo- moment, I'm getting in the mood. And then one of the trainers at Crunch interrupts me just to ask me a question about my still mace and actually use it real quick. And I'm like, and it looks good to kill. And I have really honestly like more about, I'd say 90% of the time I have no control of what my face is saying, but it looks good kill. I looked at that dude like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you asking me this? And I honestly forgot what I told him. I think I shook my head. Yeah. And then it just mumbled after that, but I was not happy and it really threw me off. And I just was like, dude, you know, you know, it's just, come on, man. I got those headphones on, you know, the drill, but some people just start lack that self-awareness and this a-hole did. So yeah, he made my shit list for sure. Um, and it kind of just set the mood for that the rest of that hour, I kept kind of just ignoring him. I was like, man, don't let that get to you. But another thing, too, is just the lack of awareness, which there were these two um, individuals who were next to me. And I keep my distance. When I'm working with a steel mace or my clubs and I'm doing something that is extremely dynamic, I'm very good with my angles. I'm very good with my... I'm watching myself, but I'm also watching others. It's like defensive driving. But I'm, you know... In my case, in this case, it's more like defensive macing, whatever. And I'm doing a 360 swing with a mace. And, you know, you, you, when you do this stuff, and I stress this to my clients, is that I'm, I'm attacking autopilot because I don't want you getting bored, much less. I want you to focus and I want you to realize what you're doing and focus on every movement, where your foot's at, where your hand's at. Because you cannot simply just oh well i'm just not gonna think about that there is no autopilot with this stuff because you're you're knowing what you're doing you're knowing where you're at and i'm doing a 360 swing and these individuals these ladies just walk right behind me i see this i'm aware of my surroundings i see what they're doing now if i didn't stop what i was doing i was gonna nail one of them with that mace that's a 15 pound mace nail them that's going fast so mid-range through it, I'm able to stop it. But man, that's dangerous because you stop something like that. You're trying to stop it. You can easily tear a muscle, shoulder. I mean, it's insane. And I luckily didn't do anything like that to hurt myself. But at that same time, you're just like, what? where is your self-awareness? Do you realize what I'm doing? Do you not? And so it was, that was very frustrating. But what was the strangest thing about that afterwards was the fact that when I tried to do another left swing, I forgot how to do it. I got so just blanked out and just almost angry that I forgot how to do it. So I couldn't do it. So I tried doing it again, but I couldn't do it. And 
you know, it was bothering me for about 20 minutes. And so I finally got the time to go back into the big room where people go to really kind of just get away from the crowd. And I went in there, got the mace back up, got in the neutral position, and I was able to do it again without having to worry about that. that. Because, but, because I didn't have to worry about anyone trying to get in my way. But once again, it was just one of those like, man, like you, it's just unbelievable how people just can do that. And I'm pretty certain if I would have nailed her, it would have been terrible, but she probably would have blamed me. You know, he, he, he shouldn't have been doing that. I mean, it's amazing. Just, you know, and it's, 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 that's what I stress with my clients and I stress with y'all who listen. Be aware of your surroundings. Do not, don't put yourself in danger because I mean, quite, quite, I mean, there's a lot that can go wrong. You don't want to walk into someone who's, doing curls or doing battle ropes or anything like that, you know, or anybody like this, when they're squatting down, you don't want to just sit there, you sit your stuff right underneath them when they're trying to squat down or whatever, it's just, it's rude, eh, but it's also very dangerous, so it, it's just one of those things that I try not to really think about too much because it just makes me angry, but man, you know, just... I'll, you know, tomorrow's my Friday, so I, I, I just tend to, I tend to get more. Um, how do I put this? Uh, well, I get more. I, I have fun on Fridays, but man, I'm certainly gonna have to watch myself there because, you know, uh, not everyone thinks in the same level that I do, and the same goes for you and just how you think. We all think differently, but man, just just watch your surroundings when you're in a gym. Just to be just be mindful of that where you put your stuff, and all that because it. it and we've talked about this before in the archive in past episodes, but I just have to reiterate, watch yourself in the gym. But I didn't let that really ruin my day. I couldn't. I still got what I needed done. But, you know, you just got to, you know, you, you got to, you just got to keep going. You just got to keep doing with that and let that shit just, just whatever. Uh, easier said than done sometimes, but that's just how it is. So... But I feel like I'm back on track. I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, I, I had some, I did a little bit of more growing this week in terms of how to head, you know, take on certain things and whatnot. Um, been reading a bit more in terms of going back to training and articles and whatnot, and that's that also really pushes me to 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 think more and get creative with my with my personal exercises and also the exercises that I do with my clients. And so like right now I'm I have a book in my hand by Dan Ariely. And this this isn't this will be kind of the quasi article review but uh he's the New York Times best-selling author of predictable predictably irrational and the upside of irrationality. Uh, the honest truth about dishonesty, how we lie to everyone, especially ourselves. And I'm gonna start reading this again. I haven't. I've read his other books. Um, he's a great author. He's very much into behavioral economics, so he looks at essentially um, a lot of different things from more of a psychosocial perspective. And uh, being a psych major, psych degree, and all that, I really appreciate how you know he looks at things. And so you know, in this book, for instance, here I'm looking at the jacket of it, but he says, you know, some of the things that it covers is does the chance of getting caught affect how we are likely to cheat how do companies pay the way for dishonesty does collaboration make us more honest or less so does religion improve our honesty and i feel a lot of this stuff could correlate to how uh in the fitness industry especially as a personal trainer and even just not even being a personal trainer just being in the gym you know uh i think it can really court you know um 
read this and kind of see the the parallels between this and what I do and when I see people you know in the gym just or, and you and, and and have gotten good at really spotting the ones that are you know do people cheat out there yes obviously they do do you know and I'd like to think that I don't cheat I mean some people might say you cheat I cheat because I use caffeine I like caffeine I like coffee I like tea pre-workout but um you know uh there's certainly you know I have I I've been offered <laughs> I have been offered steroid steroids I have been offered HGH I've been offered all that stuff uh but I don't need it I don't want it you know because of just the dangers with it but I don't more more honestly it's just an ego thing I don't want to cheat so this is going to be an interesting book. Um, I've started reading it a while back, and I think at this juncture, um, I think it pretty should here pretty soon. But I'll give you all an update, and I want to do it. I'm on page four, <laughs> uh, according to the the folded page in the book. But should be an interesting book, and I think I should be able to get some good stuff out of it. But uh, yeah. But, uh, oh yeah, that's the thing I'm going to have today, folks, for this week. It's just kind of more of a catch-up episode of what, from last week's um, episode and where things are at now. But uh, i got some nice things coming up on the horizon, especially with discounts. Please uh, keep track of what I'm doing. What I post a lot more on my Instagram page, at CerebralFit, a lot about what I'm going to do with just discounts because it's summer and so we need to get people i want to get people in the gym more and more um i think um you know you just you know it's the summer you know you it's still not too late i know that it's the year is halfway over but it's still not too late to take back your health your fitness and just get your life you know in that aspect and and chip away at the stuff that could be causing you problems you know and you want to you know, from a mental and physical aspect, you want to be, you know, in good shape because, you know, you never know what, how that can trickle down to the rest, to the other aspects of your life. So keep that in mind. But, uh, yes, please keep an eye on my, out on my Instagram. There's going to be some specials coming up, especially, um, a lot of specials I'm going to do with the holidays and whatnot. So, um, that is something I highly suggest you do. I am flirting with launching something, um, more like an app or something like that, but, uh, that's still kind of just in the planning stages. I'm looking at the schematics of it to see if it would be fiscally possible, much less if it would be, if it would be worth it. I think that's the main thing, if it would actually be worth it, but, uh, I'll, I'll allude to that in future episodes. So, nonetheless, I am James Reese. This is Cerebral Fit. And I'm out. Y'all have a good week. Thank you for listening. Tune in for the next episode. Love y'all.